Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to Beautifully Well Conversations, where we carefully curate self-care conversations for women. And I'm your host, Nick Sweeney, National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach, welcoming you and guiding you on our very first episode. We can call this an introduction. (laughs) And how appropriate that our very first podcast launches the beginning of 2024. It is only January 2nd, and I know your goals for this year are at the top of mind. (laughs) So during this episode, we're going to talk about three things you must do in order to see your 2024 goals happen. We're going to use full transparency with this I'm so excited about this uh, survey that was done by the Forbes uh, Health One poll related to resolutions. Can't wait to share those stats and statistics with you. But as you know, this is a conversation, the very first one that will, towards the end, hang out, stay tuned. Trust me, you're going to hear some goodies in this conversation. We have a special treat for you at the end. But let's chat for a minute. What are your goals for 2024? Are you amongst the 62% according to the Forbes poll who feel pressured (laughs) to make uh, a goal? Or are you someone who just naturally at the beginning of each year, you see it as a fresh start and an opportunity to do something fresh, do something new with the goal of actually seeing it take place? What's interesting about these resolutions or this time of the year is how long does it last? For you, when you set a goal in January, are you still working towards it in April, May, June? According to the Forbes poll, most resolutions last about three, a little over three months. But we can accomplish a lot. In 90 days, if you ask me, (laughs) you can get it done. But when you think about your goals, whether it's based on it becoming a new year, it's 2024, what else am I going to do new? Or maybe you were already in the process of achieving goals. That's great. But here's the question. What is your primary goal centered around? Is it your health? Is it mental? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Is it spiritual? According to the Forbes poll, what topped the chart for 2024 goals, to my surprise, was fitness and not weight loss, although weight loss was in the top 10, that most agreed that they needed to have an intentional focus on fitness. (laughs) Could we say the same about you? Is fitness one of the goals? Well, It's perfectly clear to say that no matter what your goal is, what you're already working towards or plan to do in this year, that there are three things that you can do to see the goal become a reality. Three simple things. And the first is definitely keeping a goal as simple as possible. While we know, I'll give you an example with weight loss because it is it is popular. I'll just say getting healthy, right? Because most of us, we know that weight loss will happen. But for many of us, we just want to feel better. 
will look looking better <laughs> is going to come with that. But initially, we're just looking for the energy and a drive to be able to 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 feel good enough to work towards the weight loss goal. But when we say keep the goal simple, I use weight loss as an example because it's a common one. But weight loss is a byproduct of other smaller goals. We keep our goals simple because life is complicated enough. So when when I refer to simple goals, and you'll hear this all throughout our podcast episodes to come, ladies, we're keeping this simple because life is complicated enough. If the goal is simple, for example, fitness, we know that eating well is a part of this process. But how realistic is it to focus on multiple goals at one time? So the first tip is just keep the goals simple. Do the best that you can with one primary focus. Have a primary goal. If it is fitness, great. What does that goal even look like? You know, part of us exploring this first tip on simplicity is that in order to achieve the goal, it's going to require you to develop an action plan. We're all familiar with them. We see them, right? They're in the workplace. They're in the health place. Your action plan is not simply a stated goal, but the action plan should be done on a weekly basis. And it answers those questions like, um, what will you do specifically? When will you do it? How often will this take place? (laughs) What are some challenges? My favorite part of that, of talking about this action plan is identifying any challenges that could come up and then how to how to cope with those challenges. And in our world, when I refer to the beautifully well lifestyle, we take it a step further and we ask ourselves on every action plan, what is my non-food reward when I achieve this goal? Because <laughs> when you hit that goal, no matter how small it is, there should be a reward system in place. And we keep the reward system non-food <laughs> because we needed to be a non-food reward, right? <laughs> so I'll give you an example. Tip one, keep it simple. Simplicity is key. It makes it so that the action plan can become a reality and not just a stated goal. And here's your example. Your goal for the week is to increase your fitness activity. You want to get to three days a week. All right, so now we're getting specific. Three days a week, I'm working out. All right, when is it taking place? In the morning. I'm going to have to get up in the morning. All right, what time? 7 a.m. Because I have to log on that computer in my home office by 8.30 in the morning. Great. What three days? Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Now we're, now we're getting specific. All right, so what is a challenge that you could face with this specific goal? Well, you've decided you want to work out early in the morning, a good hour and a half before you have to log on to work, then maybe that challenge could be at night if you don't get sufficient rest or prepare the night before, maybe that Monday morning workout might not happen. All right. So how will you overcome it? How will you work in an opposite direction of that challenge so that maybe that challenge might not throw you off course? Well, you said it when you identified what could cause you to not be able to get up on that Monday, Wednesday, or Friday to make the goal happen. 
So how do you work through that challenge? You're actually going to write down how. I will make sure on Sunday night, I have everything laid out and lined up. I will make sure on Tuesday night that I have everything lined up so that Wednesday morning you can hit that workout. Same thing on Thursday evening, just making sure everything is lined up because your goal is to get a good night's sleep so you can get up and aim to get those three days, 30 minutes a day. You're going to talk about how much time you're going to spend doing the exercise and even what you want. What are you going to do? Are you tuning in to chair fit? <laughs> are you doing a Zumba workout? Are you headed to the physical gym? Ladies, I promise you, the more specific, the better, and the more likely you are to accomplish it. We we still have to plan out of sight, out of mind. Tip one, keep it simple, jot it down, use that action plan. And second, what's motivating you to accomplish this goal? What's the why behind it? So for a second, I'm going to put on my coach's hat and talk about two types of motivation. You've heard this before. You've heard intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic is personally rewarding. It's a drive that you have to accomplish this because there is a personal win associated with it. Whereas extrinsic is external, external drivers for this goal. Uh, An external driver could be that two months ago you were at the doctors and that blood work said, well, guess what? If you don't get it together, then we could have to look at other interventions, including medication. Or I'm going to recommend weight loss surgery if within the next six months when you come back, you have not lost X amount of weight. That's extrinsic. Extrinsic motivation might not be the best motivation for the goal. Because there's a fear associated with it or this thought that it has to be done or else. Whereas intrinsic motivation is the motivation, I hope, that you as a listener, (laughs) that that is what's driving your goals for 2024. Because you accomplishing this goal is a benefit to you. We know that with an extrinsic motivator that you'll win in the end no matter what because you're accomplishing this goal. But if if the motivation is centered around fear or or afraid that I will end up on medication or afraid that the doctors will will talk about um, surgery, just how committed will you be to it? Some may be. Maybe that's the shock. Um, that they need based on their situation. But intrinsic motivation is a happy zone. It's a happy motivator because you have convinced yourself that you are worthy. You desire this to take place. And when it does, you're happy dancing all along the way. So ask yourself, and tip two, we say define your motivation. What's going to be the drive that drives you to get it done? Is it intrinsic or extrinsic? Or could it even be 
a mixture of the two. You want to know what's motivating you because that's going to be what keeps coming into play each time you set that goal, like we talked about week by week, what's going to keep you committed. And of course, I'm going to step back to tip one with the simplicity in an action plan is just to also make sure you include that non-food reward at the end when you achieve that goal. So those are the first two tips out of three. The third tip is going to lead us into our conclusion and our special offer. And this is get yourself a tribe. Who's cheering you on? Besides yourself, of course, right? You may be your biggest fan, but where are those people who want to see you succeed in this goal. We could say accountability partners, but really, you know, while that's it, it's important to have those accountability partners, it's even more important to just have, have people surrounding you who are going to help not only keep you committed, but cheer you up when the roller coaster, those highs and lows, those dips are coming into play. Tip number three is get you a tribe because we don't have to be in a silo with our goals. For for many of us, especially for those of us over 40, we know how important it is to do more than we've ever done before in terms of a, a focus or a concentration on our health because those things that we could do, <laughs> like <laughs> drink a macchiato every day for five days a week and not have to worry about uh, weight or health issues or days of the past. So I just shared at the say that to keep us on track, to keep us on target, community is so important. So who else can understand where you are in this journey? And and not not just to be those accountability partners, but it it goes both ways, right? If we're in a community, you're also encouraging other people. Um, That community is not just about um, keeping you on point and making sure you don't fall too far off course, but you are beast mode in this. You're an expert in your own health. You can encourage and you can help and support and it becomes a two-way street (laughs) a two-way street that connects. So that community of support is important because it'll help to keep with building up that motivation and that momentum. And it goes both ways. So just to recap, we're at the start of the year. It's a fresh start. You're looking to do things a little differently than last year. And you're excited about achieving the success. Three ways to make it so that this year's goals do not just become something you've written in this really pretty journal book or something that you've told yourself you have no choice but to commit to, but that this is fun, it is exciting, and in order to make it happen and see it happen, we're first keeping it simple and using an action plan so that we can plan it out and manage our time in the process while we achieve these goals. Secondly, we're doing it, identifying what our true motivation is 
Is it internal, deep within, or are we doing this because we have no choice because of external factors, which also includes people? And third, where is that tribe of support? The tribe is the vibe. And as a matter of fact, we're excited. Our very first podcast episode is bringing back, drum roll, (laughs) VIP Beautifully Well. Our virtual tribe is the vibe. VIP Beautifully Well is our monthly subscription for you beautifuls. We are taking each month at a time to get excited and encourage one another in our virtual community. We're including nutrition support, giving you access to our live virtual and live live (laughs) in-person events, not to mention access to those digital food journals and digital tools that you need in order to stay committed and see results. VIP Beautifully Well is valued at $49 a month. We have decided to offer VIP Beautifully Well by way of two specials. You can benefit from a year-long membership, Becoming a Beautiful, at just $99, a one-time fee, which covers you for 12 and 12 months, or you can break that down on a subscription of $14.99 per month. You get to decide. VIP Beautifully Well is your community. It is your tribe, but it is also filled with a ton of resources to help you elevate those goals that you've set for yourself right there with health coach support as well. To benefit from that special offer, all you have to do is follow the links. Um, It's listed on amaninicole.com as well. And in order to benefit from that special $99 offer for the year is to simply use code VIP2024. All caps. Again, that code is VIP2024. Well, beautifuls, we thank you for tuning in to our very first official podcast launch. We're excited to be here while we will continue to curate these conversations on self-care. Every Sunday, Self-Care Sunday, we hope to see you back, that you'll download this, share it with someone else, and stay tuned along the ride for our journey as we continue to support yours. And I'm your host, Nick Sweeney, National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach.